All right, we are set. So today is August 5th, 2017. And who first? Baxter. All right, so Baxter, please. Okay, he comes across as personality of a sweet, marshmallowy kind of guy. Calls himself easygoing, very friendly. He shows me wagging his tail in a cute way. He says, I'd be happy to answer your questions, Mom. <laughs> What's um, your first I, one? I just want to know um, his back legs are um, failing a lot and he's having a hard time getting up. But he seems really, really happy in life and he loves to go outside and just lay and look around and everything. So I'm just kind of asking um, how's it going for him and is there anything that I can be doing that's better for him? I rub him and groom him and... Okay, sure. What else can I be doing or is there anything else? Or is there anything stressful in his life that I need to um, take care of for him? Or okay, a lot of questions there. Let's see where he wants to start. So Baxter, where do you want to begin? You know, he does say that his back two legs um, do give him more trouble some days over certain others. So um, some days he's stronger in them, other days he does admit he struggles. You know, interestingly enough, he experiences more fatigue than pain. Pain, it's like pain really isn't part of the picture. Now there is some discomfort, he says, around the left hip as it joins the pelvis area of the body. He, it's kind of got a grating or a friction, in other words, a lack of lubrication kind of feel for him. He thinks nothing can be done about it. He says he does not let it get him down. He's, um, he calls himself Mr. Personality. When I ask what's that about, he says, well, I'm everybody's friend. Okay, so as far as mom's concern about what she can do for you, you know, he says, just let me take it slow. Do you want to be in your body at this time, despite your legs? He says, absolutely. He says, I'm still eating, aren't I? He thinks he's got a great appetite. He sometimes needs help, he shows me, um, guidance down the stairs. Uh, and he just says, that's okay. He doesn't mind getting help. You know, a lot of his weight is shifted these days onto the paw pads of the front two legs just because of the nature of, well, how he's got to position himself so he doesn't fall down. Um, he says, sometimes I just have to lay down in the grass in order to cool off the paw pads in my front two feet. Is there any damage to your front two feet? He says, no, not at all. But it's like a human who, if all you did was hop around on one leg for the same amount of time you would normally walk on two, he says, you put a lot of extra pressure and friction on that paw pad or the bottom of the hoof excuse me, hoof, foot of a human in this case. And so sometimes he's just got to rest and kind of let loose. He tells me he loves the outdoors. He loves the grass. He could stay out there for hours. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yep. Um, rubbing him around the shoulders area is something, Anne, that he's asking you for when asked for what purpose. He says, well, one, it feels good. Two, I'm a touchy-feely kind of guy. I just love human touch. <laughs> onto my body but it also feels like he's asking because if you give a nice and this isn't petting around the shoulders this is more like a body rub kind of like in the massage kind of a uh, category the purpose of this is very much to kind of soften those shoulder muscles that take a brunt of the the workforce you know these days they're workhorses for me he says at keeping me especially um they're very highly useful when he's going downhill Okay, so downstairs, downhill, any sort of uh, incline headed down, um, the shoulders are really working hard. So this also increases blood flow to that shoulder area and just gives greater ease. It's like a, uh, in an elderly human who just says, oh, will you please rub my leg? I've been walking on it on and off and I just need some relief. That's what he's looking for. Okay, great. So overall, he's in a good place. 
Overall, are you in a good place? He says, yes. He says, I still make the family laugh. They adore me. They do. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What else? regarding Anne's husband, your daddy. He just says, most of my people love me. He feels like he is the child of the house, but you see, he says, I act more mature, like a gentleman. She, and he's referencing Macy, acts more like a child. She's a little goofy sometimes, but goofy in a fun way. He's not saying it with judgment. He says it with, she's just funny <laughs> um, at times. He thinks he's the more centered presence in the house. When I ask, what does that mean, please? Um, centered in the way where it's just like you guys can rely on him. Yes, you gotta uh, sometimes just watch to make sure he can get up. And when he's struggling, he does and is open to both daddy's and mommy's hands at receiving help to get him up on the hind end. Once he's up on his hind end, he's indicating that for the most part, he's good to go for the day. It's just sometimes that initial getting me up that he needs um, time. He needs time with and he needs a little bit of support now and then. Um, so just a message for daddy in general. He says, my message today is to both my people. I'm loved by, by, by them both. And for whatever reason, he seems to think that you're around the house more or you're somehow more available than, than dad is. Um, when I ask what do we need to know about that, he just thinks that your eyes are on him more than dad's eyes are on him. Um, and again, that's probably just because you, you are somehow more available around the house. Okay. Okay. Okay, good. Um, so then Macy, uh, we uh, adopted her when Baxter lost Bailey. About three weeks later, someone was moving in our storage and had to lose a dog. And I just wondered if she has any sadness or if she's kind of abandonment, any abandonment issues. And what is it about uh, her food issues? She doesn't like to eat her dog food very much. Okay. Oh, and we put a lot of weight on her. She was so skinny when she got here. She could go under the bed. She can't do that anymore. But she's not overweight. But maybe. Okay. okay. Let's see. So, Macy, please. Okay. So, did you hear, hear Anne's questions? She said most of them. Where do you want to begin? She says, I eat when I feel like it. Um, she does. Okay, she doesn't really think she's picky about food, but she is picky about texture. It feels like she prefers food that's more moist. I would put that in the canned dog food category. Um, when I propose dry food to her, she says it can get boring to me real quick. Um, as far as is there any health issue that makes you sometimes want to eat, not want to eat? She says no. She's pretty, pretty healthy as far as physical body goes. She thinks that you guys have really done a good job taking her into your home. She took time to adjust though. She tells me it took her a good two solid weeks to kind of um, have it wired in her mind that she wasn't going back to her previous home. Um, and that was a bit confusing. It was a confusing time, she admits, for me. But now she knows she's where she belongs. 
Um, you know, she says, just as an aside, she she very much likes Baxter, but it's like she, she doesn't think he pays too much attention to her. He kind of does his own thing. Um, she tells me she is constantly looking for encouragement and reassurance from you guys as humans. When I ask, what do they need to say to you out loud that gives you this reassurance? That I'm a good girl. Okay. Anne um, and your husband, she seems to have the point of, uh, point of view that she was given up or released from the prior owner because there was something wrong with her. And I'm going to point that out. There was nothing wrong with you. It was just, Anne, was it just circumstances of the, the gal who was pregnant? They had to move into the father's basement, mm -hmm. and there was an older basset hound that belonged to the man, and they kept that dog, and the, the woman did not want to give Macy up. She was so sad, but um, I, I think we were a good choice, and it, it helped Baxter so much. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, Baxter was, like, zero personality. He, he was lost. So okay. Macy, he didn't like her at first. Aww. She him every morning. She's she's like the joy in our household, kind of. <laughs> she nice. does happy dance before a walk. And, but you know, I know you have here that she's potentially eight years old, question mark. Um, she tells me she's got a lot more energy than being eight years old. It's like she's a four-year-old dog in an eight-year-old body. Um, quite a bit of spunk <laughs> is what okay. she tells me. Enthusiasm for life, life. Now, do you still have abandonment issues or is there any emotional baggage from anything in your past they need to know about? She says yes. She does have this concern and floating around in the back of her head. Uh, a constant worry that she'll be given up again. So, do you want to say anything to her about that? I'm not going to give her up. I love her. <laughs> okay. They'll never give you up. They both love you so much. She says, I know, they tell me that. They t they've t you've told her that before. She admits this. Um, when I asked, do you believe them? She says, I do, but I still have this worry in the back of my mind. Okay, so let me point out to her. So, Macy, all worry is is a thought that, since it's floating, it's an untethered thought, something you come back to now and then. So, thankfully, it's not too ingrained. But it's, it's just a thought or a worry of something that could happen in the future. But I'm going to encourage you to just stay focused on the present, as dogs naturally tend to do anyway. And then that worry will just kind of start to dissipate if you stop getting giving attention and energy to it. She she says yes. She feels you've told her something similar in the past, Anne. Um, she says I need to just keep playing. When I play with my toys, she shows me mouthing a ball or some sort of object anyway that feels dog appropriate in her mouth. Uh, she just says that she is fully in her glory, fully in her happiness, and she's not thinking about that worry at all. Does she know her birthday? Do you know your birthday? She says, no. Do you know the season of year, you know, summer, fall, etc., that you were born in? She feels fall. Fall. Okay. And we think she's eight. Okay. Do you think you're eight as well? She says, sounds good to me. I don't get she really knows. Okay, fine. And then, um, that it... I, I worry a little bit when Baxter is gone. I don't know how to ask that question or what question that would be. Okay. I gotcha. Let me pose this. So, Macy, someday Baxter will come to completion with his life. And when that time comes, he will no longer have a need for his physical body. And so he'll zip out of his body and he'll go back to the spirit world 
where we all go, we all come and go, come and go. It's a constant recycling center here on planet Earth. Um, how will you do when he's no longer in the physical? She shows me herself shaking. When I ask what does that represent, it represents a little bit of anxiety. She really does rely on him like, um, uh, like he's a rock in her life. So she does need that calm, quiet, serene um, presence that he offers. When that's no longer in the physical, how will you be? She says, I'll be looking for a new rock. Um, can your people be your rock? She says, I don't think so. I think it has to be a dog. I've really relied on him. He showed me things. Uh, the things he showed her is just kind of the, when she first came in, she observed him to see what the routine of the house was, where we eat, and all that type of stuff. She does get, yes, he was resistant to me at first, but she won him over with her enthusiastic miscongeniality personality, her happiness. Um, when that time comes, she says she is going to need you guys to support her, and what way can they do that best? You're going to need to talk to her. Let her know that you believe in her strength in herself, that you believe she can stand on her own four feet strongly, and that you give her permission to kind of process the healing that she'll need to go through because it will be a loss um, for her to experience, but that when she's ready to heal, you give her full permission to let the loss go. That way she kind of has that outlet idea of, well, I'm not going to be in loss or sadness forever. Um, you know, she may end up, if you guys are open to it at some point, you'll have to read her body language, how indeed she handles the actual experience, because now there's a difference between talking about it in the future and actually going through the experience for her firsthand. Um, but she is giving me the impression like a nice, older, calmer, similar energy to your boy might be a nice, um, she'd like want a substitute dog for that if you're even open to the idea of adopting older dogs more like Baxter's energy. Um, she doesn't need somebody to play with, she says. She's just looking for the calm energy because that makes her feel safe in her world. So um, based on what she's saying here, guys, um, she does, yeah, have some insecurities uh, and she does want to always make sure she's safe. And just telling her the words of you're safe, you're safe, um, it does help to a small degree, she says but it doesn't take away totally that insecurity. There's a flower essence called abandonment and abuse, um, and the abandonment portion of it may be appropriate. Let me just read the energy of that, because that's easy enough to give a couple drops in water. Universe, please. Is abandonment and abuse flower essence appropriate for Macy in the future? I get yes to that. Is it appropriate now by chance? I get yes to that as well. I'll send you guys a link. It's only like $15 a bottle. It's put out by Green Hope Farms. I'm not affiliated with them at all. I've just found that flower essence um, are often very helpful. Very different than essential oils. I do want to point that out. Okay. And you would put a drop in the water? Yeah, yeah. It's You shake the bottle up and you go ahead and put... You can use your intuition, but I usually, for my own animal friends, put in like three drops. And then you don't have to put in any more drops until you change the water bowl. It's balanced energy in a bottle, and animals that have abandonment issues in their past, it can start, the energy, the balanced energy of the bottle can start to help them, if they're willing, and I get she is willing, unravel some of that old, dense energy around the abandonment, and can start to unravel and shift it out. And it can take time, it can't, every animal's different, it can take weeks, can take months, um, and some animals just find it supportive and really takes off the edge, and, you know, dare I say, there are some animals that actually really 
monumentally creates cures for. I don't know where in that realm she would fall, but it won't hurt to try it. There's no harm in offering it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Great. Very good. Well, let me go ahead and thank them because we are at time. Thank you, Baxter. And thank you, Macy. <laughs> they both know they're loved. <laughs> they should. <laughs> they both know. Excellent. Well, we are set for today, Anne, so just give me give me to the end of today and I'll be able to email you the recording. Okay? Uh-huh. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day, you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.